You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The phenomenal Football Friday edition of You Better, You Better Rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you on the BeckQL Network. 60 more minutes today. Uh, on our stadium simulcast, two more hours in the show, and uh, it's going to be an awesome two hours, as per usual, any day, but especially on Phenomenal Football Fridays. 60 minutes from now starts the final hour, the power hour of the program, featuring all our bets for tonight in the NBA and the National Hockey League, and our NFL bets for the weekend, the three games coming up tomorrow on Saturday, and then the full slate, Week 15, NFL Sunday, and a special Prop King edition, obviously, for the Saturday games coming up tomorrow. 20 minutes from now, our pal Brad Evans stops by. Brad will give us his favorite props for Week 15 in the NFL. 40 minutes from now, we will take your favorite bets for the weekend. You, the people watching the show on YouTube and Twitch. So, right in the chat what your favorite bet is for football this weekend. Tell us why you like it, and Ken and I will give you a shout-out on the show, and we'll talk about whether we like or dislike your bet, which doesn't mean it, uh, it will win or not win. Just like, well, we'll tell you what <laughs> we think boo. of it. Boo. I'll just do yeah, that as Nick gives sucks, you this explanation. Boo. Man, what a moron. Tomatoes would... at the screen. Be good. Yeah. Like, what, what a moron. Who would bet that? Sign the guy that bet Chargers plus three last night. <laughs> yeah. But Quentin before Johnson we... overs. That's me throwing but, tomatoes. But... Yep. But it's me. Hi, I bet the Chargers. It's me. I, I am the problem. Uh, I'm definitely the problem. That's a big, big time. I'm the problem. Uh, before we get to all of that, though, how great is this? So UFC 296 is coming up this weekend, uh, ha- highlighted by a major welterweight championship fight in the main event. And there's no one better that we could bring on the show to break down UFC, to break down all of combat sports, the preeminent combat sports journalist in the country. Nay, I say the world. He is the bod that guides the pod, the mast that guides the cast. You know his name, damn it. He is the Brian Campbell. You watch Brian on Morning Combat with Luke Thomas a couple times a week on YouTube. The show is wildly popular and wildly successful. If you like combat sports, you have to check out Morning Combat. Combat's both the K like Mortal Kombat. Get it? I, I like the gimmick. Does great work for our friends at Showtime. You can also watch him break down all things combat sports on CBS Sports, CBS Sports HQ, on Twitter at B Campbell. We've been friends for a long time. My friend, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken. It is great to have you on the show. How's it going? Uh, I love the old school intro from our wrestling podcast days right there, Nick. So fired up to see you as always. Uh, man, the, the golden Greek god, tatted up, married, the hair flowing. I mean, you know, he's all grown up and I'm loving it, you know. A little Greek goddess on the way, too. We made that announcement on the show a few oh, weeks oh. ago. So I mean, it just we're, it's more Costos is all the time. Uh, yeah, Thanks, buddy. But, have, having you on obviously brian because it's like huge huge ufc fight a card coming up this weekend just kind of like contextualize this for us like i am very not out on ufc just like not as in the know as like people like you come on the show and obviously can talk about this stuff so ufc 296 like 
is this like put this in the context of the events you know 2023 is this one of the biggest events like kind of sell this for people because i think when we start getting some bets and some angles here like this might be something that people are really interested in checking out yeah absolutely look it's been a weird year for ufc they can certainly tout financially the the destruction they can continue to cause around combat sports and endeavor tko holding group which is now wwe and ufc merged together financially it's been great from a main event co-main event standpoint they've delivered there's been other pr issues there's a lot of power slap going on and boy do i think the matchmaking top to bottom maybe gone in the other direction but maybe that's an argument for another time what we do have here this saturday in las vegas is the final event of the year for the ufc also the final pay-per-view event and really the calling card of this one was the depth you don't have certainly from a you know pay-per-view by standpoint maybe uh some household names across the board you do have the colby covington the biggest villain in the game of course in the main event for a reason the depth unfortunately of this card did take a hit where really the showcase of this card was the welterweight division champion leon edwards making his second defense after the three fight series with kamaru usman concluded welcoming back colby covington former interim champion fighting for the championship at welterweight for the third time overall there's a bevy of future welterweights on the rise that were originally on this card. One of them, of course, we'll probably get to an undefeated Shakat Rachmanov. Unfortunately, two other welterweights had to pull out of fights due to an illness going around that led to pneumonia, including Ian Gary, who has been in the news a lot more for being a bad teammate and maybe being a cuck, although I'm not saying that, right? I don't even know if I can use that word on this show, but that's <laughs> what the headlines are telling me. But look, this is still a very strong card. A lot of fan interest from the Colby Covington trash talk to the Tony Ferguson, Patty Pimblett matchup. But all in all, I'd say, look, this is a great way to close the calendar year for the UFC. And whether you love Colby Covington, whether you hate him, I don't know if you guys saw Thursday's press conference. He turned that thing upside down. There were jokes about pedophilia. There were jokes about dead fathers. There were also a lot of USA chants. Uh, look, MMA's weird in 2023. You can't keep the politics out of it. You can't keep the BS out of it. But they're going to fight Saturday night in Las Vegas. And there are some very close matchups on the main card. So shout out to the UFC matchmakers. All right, BC. So let's 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 let's, let's keep let's keep adjusting the bets and like who's going to win these yeah, fights. Was, there's a lot, a lot going on there. But apparently, there. I should be paid. He's I just be paid reporting. He's, I to be fair, he's just absolutely. reporting what's happening. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you guys okay yeah. that Ian Gary's wife's ex-husband still lives in their house? That's what the internet is saying. Okay, I, I'm not going to judge. <laughs> oh, that. well. Okay. Fair, well, fair, the fair enough. Saying it. Yeah, all right, fair yes. enough. All right, BC. Let's talk about the fights coming up, and let's start with the main event, right? With Leon Edwards against Colby Covington, who's like a apparently like a, like a mega heel. Sounds like here. Edwards is the favorite, minus one sixty at BetMGM. Covington at plus one thirty. And BC, obviously, there's a bunch of different ways you can play the fight. Like who's going to win? How many rounds? Like will it go to a decision or not? Like, like will it be a knockout, etc.? How are you looking to play the main event coming up of UFC two ninety six? Look, Vegas is always right, and I understand that. And But at the end of the day, I don't necessarily fully understand why this fight is so close in the odds. And let me be fair here. Colby Covington is durable, and you can love him or hate him. His wrestling is top-notch. But this is a fighter who's most famous for his performances in two title-losing fights against Kamaru Usman. Two fights that he fought his ass off. Two fights that he helped really sell through the hatred between them. But Colby Covington's also not a finisher. And if there's criticism against them, a lot of people will say something that actually is fact. He hasn't beat a ranked welterweight since 2019, going back to Rafael Dos Anjos. So he's kept himself in the news, largely fighting once a year by being that heel and being that villain. So what does he do great, of course? Bringing the fight to the ground, keeping you there, high volume striking, and really has some of the best cardio in the sport. 
also an incredible chin. So the idea of this fight going the distance certainly leans in that favor. But what about Covington coming over the top and winning the fight? That's really where I have the issue on this line being so close. He's not a finisher. He's never been known as a striker more than just the volume. Yeah, volume. He can back you up. He can overwhelm you. But can you finish a guy like Leon Edwards, a guy that we have underrated along this journey to him finally getting the title shot, which of course was that rematch with Kamara Usman, right? The last time Rocky Edwards, that's his nickname, lost. You got to go back to 2015 the first time he fought Kamara Usman. A 12-fight unbeaten streak since then. But when he finally got that championship opportunity, he said the three words, headshot dead. He landed the high kick in the fifth round that knocked out Usman, who was pound for pound king at the time, undefeated, and he followed it up in the immediate rematch, which was their trilogy fight. And that's the last time we saw him, a competitive but clean decision across the board. What makes Rocky Edwards great? Well, how about this? He's well-rounded completely across the board. And that's something maybe that we held against him and not realizing on his initial rise how good he is. But poise is a huge part of his game. Timing, speed, but most importantly, he doesn't make mistakes. So we're looking at a Colby Covington who could he take Edwards down? Yes. So did Kamara Usman at times. But Covington also not known for a great top game from the standpoint of delivering damage. Covington is about wearing you out, controlling the terms of the fight, not lay and pray, a term that is a negative term in the MMA sport. But yeah, he could take this fight to the ground. But is he a submission threat? No. Is he a big ground and pound knockout threat? No. So is this fight going to go the distance? Probably. But I really think across the board, Leon Edwards is just too talented, too poised. And maybe we missed it on the way up. But this guy's Rocky story has been incredible. He's still in his peak of his absolute prime now in his second title defense. I like Leon Edwards to win, but the real sort of, you know, piss in the water. I, I don't know. That's a bad. I, I don't know now. What analogy I'm going for here. But I don't know if you guys saw the press conference on Thursday. But Colby Covington did dig dug deep, referenced uh, Edwards' late father, said he's going to send him to hell to meet him, all this BS stuff that led to Edwards throwing the bottle at him. God. Is that enough God. to get Leon Edwards off his game, guys? Or is that maybe enough to get Edwards to focus even deeper on trying to finish this guy? The better bet is that this goes the full five rounds because of Covington's chin and his gas tank. But Leon Edwards is a guy who I missed up along the way, and I'm here to smarten up and tell you, this guy's one of the five best fighters pound for pound in the entire world. This is a fight he should win. And with the motivation even deeper now to shut Colby Covington the hell up, even with Donald Trump in attendance, which Covington says, I don't lose when Trump's in the building. I think this time he will Saturday night. Give me Edwards by decision. I mean, there's there's a lot going on here. <laughs> there's like really, like the best part is it's like a six minute answer that ends with like, and by the way, Donald Trump's in attendance. So like maybe that's a thing. <laughs> I mean, we have, like we had everything there. Uh, minus 175 for the fight to go the distance uh, to Brian's point about like that's the market expects it. But I think Brian's kind of saying maybe that the price should be a little more than that. Like maybe it's going to go the distance a little more often than that. You mentioned the welterweight division, Brian. We only have about like three, four minutes left. So maybe just 60 seconds on kind of the other big. And you mentioned this fighter, Shavkat Rachmanov. I, mean, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. I just tried to listen to how, how you pronounce it. I think he composed a bunch of stuff. Uh, and and Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, who was like when I when I liked the UFC a lot like 10 years ago was a big deal. So I, I can't imagine how old he is at this point. And I guess to that point, he's a huge underdog in the fight. So in about 60 seconds, Rachmanov against Thompson, any reason to believe something something kind of funny could happen here? No, Thompson's a man. He's 40. We all love him. He's still in great shape. 
But look, Rachmanov's what, 17 and 0 with 17 finishes. He wear he wears a hat made out of the dead fur of an animal that he killed himself. He comes from Kazakhstan and he can beat you on the feet, he can submit you. He also can wrestle the hell out of you. Look for Shavkat Rachmanov to go to 18 and 0 with 18 stoppages and Wonderboy is durable, but that is the widest odds meaning that the biggest uh, favorite on this card is Rachmanov. Guys, that's for a reason. Yes, he took too many punches last time against Jeff Neal, but he also finished him. He finishes everybody. Nine knockouts, eight submissions. He's going to continue that. Guys, the best bet on this whole card, by the way, old man Tony Ferguson against riser Patty Pimblett, who's a question mark if he's really all that good. I don't know where to lean there. You get some plus money on Tony Ferguson, but he's pushing 40. He's lost six in a row. He's taken crazy damage, but the trash talk between these two does make this an interesting crossroads fight. That's the one that's going to be the hardest to touch. Is Tony Ferguson motivated enough to shut Patty the hell up? That's also a close fight on this main card that's worth looking at. BC, we got about two minutes to go here. Any, uh, you, you gave us thoughts on a couple fights there. Give us one more fight coming up on uh, UFC 296 this weekend in Vegas. One more fight that you feel really confident in the winner. Set the stage for our audience here. I can provide the betting odds afterwards if you'd like here. But the fight that you're most interested in, that you feel most confident in, that we have not yet discussed, we have about 90 seconds for the answer, Max. Co-main event, 125 pounds, men's flyweight title. The champion is Alexandre Pantoja of Brazil. He just won it from Brandon Moreno in July. But to do that, he went through hell and back in probably what will be the fight of the year. Took crazy damage at age 33 and afterwards said, hey, dad, yeah, the dad that left me when I was a kid. Am I good enough for you now? Great moment in his career. But he's got raw dog Brandon Royval coming at him. Even though Pantoja submitted Royval in Royval's last loss two years ago, that loss changed Brandon Royval's life. He's not as reckless anymore. He's still a threat to finish you on the feet or submission. Will this fight be crazy? Yes. Will it be fireworks, which only the flyweight division can, can offer? Yes. But I would question putting the money on Pantoja here because of the damage he took in July. And sometimes when a fighter finally climbs that mountain and pours out the jug to do it, they lose the belt in that next fight because it's just too much that they poured out. I like Brandon Royval by upset here to get it done because now that he's pulled back the recklessness a little bit, the danger and the consistency is there. He's younger, he's hungry, and guys, his nickname is Raw Dog. Raw Dog Royval. Where I come from, if they call you that, you've earned it. Guys, you've earned it. <laughs> yeah. That's BC from BC from from uh, from the mean streets of Connecticut. Uh, so so there you have it. Yeah, I mean to be fair, that, that is where he's yeah. from. Uh, Royval plus one fifty five in this fight against Pantoja coming up tomorrow night. So that's a the juicy underdog price for people. I'm trying to think of a joke that I can sell without getting fired, and probably not. No. BC, this was awesome, man. We love having Wait, you on the show. Was I allowed to say uh, cuck earlier, or am I in trouble here? Well, I mean, what's going on? You know? No, I think I think I think you're good. I think, I think so. you're fine. Well, Always good to say the fine. word again when you ask that question, though. That's always a really <laughs> yes, good idea. Like, I, I don't know if it's okay <laughs> to say this. Let me, let, me, let me keep saying it. Uh, BC is on Twitter, at B Campbell. You got to check out Morning Combat with Brian and Luke Thomas. And, like, you hear Brian, energetic, knowledgeable, knows what he's talking about. Really good awesome. stuff. So check out Morning Combat. <laughs> yeah, uh, Showtime, CBS Sports. BC, you're the absolute best. We appreciate it. Stay well. Enjoy the fights. And we'll talk to you soon here on You Better You Bet. Thanks, buddies. <laughs> That's just <laughs> 
It's like, it's like it's tell us about Brian this one. Campbell. Well, uh, this guy was raised by wolves since he was eight. So, like, this will be pretty good. Like, what does this happen? Like, what? Well, it's like, well, 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 in this fight, uh, it's two Russians going against each other. One killed the other's mother last week, and now the other one's right. out for yes. revenge. They're actually both currently on trial for crimes they committed at the press conference, which happened a couple days ago. Like, what? I don't understand. I don't understand how this happens every time. I gotta tell you, maybe we should be more into UFC if this is what it is, man. <laughs> into the backstories. All right. God. All right, I guess the show may get a little more normal over, over the rest of it. Uh, your bets coming up from YouTube and Twitch to end the hour, but coming up next, let's get some prop bets. Week 15 in the National Football League. Brad Evans, our stadium teammate, stops by. Nick and Ken, you better, you bet, rolls on right after this. <laughs> 